get off your duff, the Bankadelic Press said. And so we did. We got out to the brand spanking new BMO Bank headquarters in Chicago, where we talked with Anthony Hudson, regional president, head of retail banking for BMO. It's all here on Bankadelic. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning into Bankadelic. And you know, when the pandemic hit, we had to put on hold plans to actually go out live to places and record. We are finally doing that today. And I've got to tell you, this is a huge treat because I am in a building that I have some tangential connection to. I used to work at BAI, which was in the old BMO Harris building. And now BMO Bank has moved into this glorious, glorious space on Canal Street in Chicago, just west of the Loop. And today I have the privilege of talking to Anthony Hudson. With more than a dozen years in the financial services industry, Anthony serves today as the regional president, head of retail banking, and an Empower ambassador for BMO Bank. In that role since August 2021, Anthony's going to hit his 10-year anniversary with BMO in June. Wow, congrats. And he has also previously served as a managing director, head of economic equity advisory group, managing director, and premier market president. He's more than just a banking executive, and we're going to hear about that in a bit. Anthony is deeply rooted in BMO's core values and dedicated to providing diversity, equity, and inclusion in the financial services marketplace. Anthony, welcome to Bankadelic. Lou, thank you so much for having me. It's a real treat to have you here and to hear about just your history of working in this area in their former BMO building. We moved into this tower in the last year. And it is beyond, I think, what any of us could have imagined for a new workspace that is really technology forward. And frankly, uh, this room that we're in here, to have the views overlooking the city and certainly some good weather doesn't hurt either. So thank you for being here with us today. Yeah, I've got to apologize in advance if I'm distracted by those views. <laughs> You'll know what it is. This building is absolutely gorgeous. And we're going to be airing a separate podcast. We took a tour of the new headquarters and wait till you hear about it. It's incredible. I would say I haven't been in any 
financial services building quite like this one. Maybe you can touch on a little bit what this space means to you, what it means to BMO Bank, and what was the goal in putting it together? Yeah. As you know, Lou, I am based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but our U.S. headquarters is here in Chicago. And I bring that up because if you look at the last few years, they were tough times, I would say, with the pandemic on a number of fronts, and we'll get more into that later. But really what I would say this tower and our new tower in Milwaukee represent for us is a real commitment to those communities. We have a very long history deep roots in both Chicago and in Wisconsin. And I think what you'll see here, you can't come to downtown Chicago or downtown Milwaukee without seeing our new towers, right? Filled with employees that are committed to making a real change for the customers and the communities and the colleagues that we serve. And so if you ask me just one word, I would say commitment is what this reflects. Commitment, and right back at you, because I'd have to think if I was a BMO employee, Why wouldn't I want to be down here? Because as you know, there's this huge debate going on. It's been going on now for more than two years. Some people say, I only want to work at home. Some supervisors are saying you need to be in the office. And yet there are arguments on both sides that you've seemed to synthesize here. I'd have to think I would want to be working here and meeting colleagues and just being in this space with these views and this warmth and this light. It really seems like you have put the carrot out in the most positive sense to get people around and collaborating, something we all missed during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I would agree with you. There was a lot of thought that went into this space of what do we need here to make it a space where employees were excited about coming into the office daily or regularly, right? What we believe is oftentimes it's not either or, but and. And so we have a fair amount of opportunities or roles within the bank today that are both in person with some virtual options to it. I lead a team of over a thousand employees in the retail branches and we are in the branch customer facing every day, right? And this is a team that is wildly passionate about seeing our customers every day face to face. I think the other part of it is we want our employees to understand that not only do we want them in the office because we think that it helps with partnership and collaboration, but there's no two ways about it. When we are in the office, right, and in person, we're also empowering the community, right? We're supporting the local businesses. We're supporting public transit. We're supporting all the many businesses that are dependent on folks coming into the office, right? And that is part of our responsibility to continue to support those many business owners that we want to see continue to really be successful and thrive in this current environment. That is fabulous. And you touched a little bit on what your role is. If you don't mind, I'd like to ask you, take us a little bit more in depth. And I understand that you have some deep community involvement in your DNA when it comes to the role. Mm -hmm. So today I have the privilege of serving as regional president over our retail business in the state of Wisconsin. And so that is near 150 branches. As I said, a thousand plus employees and many of the businesses that are tied to our retail network, right? So you think about the many services that we offer, whether it's around mortgage banking, 
Premier Services, which is where I started with the bank that caters to our mass affluent population, or small business, right? How we go out and support business owners across our community. When I started in banking 20 years ago, there was a woman named Lee Prop at the bank that I was working for at the time that served in this position. And I can remember being a very green banker starting with that bank and looking at that leader at the time and going, I would love to be in her seat one day. And I said that, Lou, because I saw her as someone who had an opportunity to serve a very large employee base. She was someone that had an opportunity to coach and develop talent and really work with the community. And I would say all of those things exist for me today on steroids, and I couldn't be more thrilled to do this with BMO at this point in my career. I think, for my sake, for the audience's sake, would love to know more about some of the things you've been doing as a BMO Empower Ambassador, because that is really where the rubber hits the road in terms of what you're talking about. Share that with us. Yeah, I will try not to maybe go too long on this one, (laughs) but I get really excited and I'm passionate about this topic. So in 2020, I would say on the heels of the murder of George Floyd, Mm. I received a message from our CEO, Dave Casper. And you know, the message really was Dave asking me how I was doing. And what I responded back to him in the moment was, I was really struggling, that I wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. And I am typically the person, Lou, that is always okay. Even when I'm not, I am quickly trying to find a solution, right, of how to get better or how to get through a tough period in time. In that moment, there was no quick solution, right? And so Dave immediately responded back and said, we should get together. And we caught up by phone later that week. And our tagline here at BMO is to boldly grow the good in business and in life. And we really leaned into a conversation about what did that mean for Black and Latinx communities in that moment, right? Mm -hmm. Days after seeing the horrible footage of George Floyd being murdered. And that then spun into a conversation, not just with myself and Dave, but, you know, a handful of other leaders that we began to brainstorm around, how do we want to respond? And so how do we want to respond as an organization who wants to take action in the moment, but how could we also take action that lives well beyond any of us, right? Real generational change and impact. And so those conversations that started in the spring of 2020 led to the rollout of BMO Empower in November of 2020. So at that time, it was a five-year, $5 billion initiative, right? Mm -hmm. That focused on six pillars. The six pillars, I would say, if successful, would help us to create a more level playing field in the moment when we saw black and brown communities being impacted disproportionately in the thick of the pandemic, right? Black and brown businesses were closing their doors at larger rates. You saw black and brown families experiencing poverty and homelessness and struggling to put food on the table at a disproportionate rate. And then you saw as you begin to look at other factors around home ownership and just entrepreneurship in general, that rates were declining, right? Because many minorities were lacking access. So we said we wanted to do something, take action in the moment, right? But we also wanted to make sure that we were making investments that would help to drive change for generations to come. I am pleased to say that a few months ago, 
we communicated out to the public that we not only fulfilled our mission of deploying $5 billion in five years, we did it in two years, Whoa. right? And that also, hey, we're really good at this, allowed us to roll out our new plan, BMO Empower 2.0, our community benefits plan, where there is now a commitment for $40 billion for us to continue to drive real change. That's a natural segue into talking about BMORE. It was something I was interested in since this is the next generation of this concerted effort. What's going to be involved in that or what is involved in that right now? Yeah, so BMORE, think about it this way, Lou. We can't talk financial empowerment and closing the wealth gap, particularly in minority communities, without talking about individuals having access to job opportunities where they can make a livable wage and actually build wealth. And so Be More was launched a little over two years ago with the sole intent of saying, how do we team up with community partners, who many of which we have deep roots and lasting relationships, to identify diverse talent and give them an opportunity to enter into the world of banking in an entry-level role, right? So today, many of those roles are associate banker roles in the retail branches. And then we are really intentional about how we grow and develop the careers of those individuals. So a little over two years, we started in Chicago with Kara Collective. And I would say two plus years later, we've hired over 50 plus employees that are now growing and developing careers with BMO, right? It may seem small, but that has really expanded beyond Chicago to Milwaukee, where we partner with Goodwill Industries to do the same thing of hiring diverse talent in our Milwaukee market. And we're also doing it in Madison with the Madison Urban League. And so we have a model today that is scalable that we plan to take across our entire footprint to really drive diverse hires, right? But give folks an opportunity again to not just make a livable wage, but to have careers where they can grow and flourish for many years to come. That is fantastic. And you know as well as anybody what we're up against, right? You're aware of the Zipia Bank Teller survey, where they revealed that the most common ethnicity of bank tellers is white, 58%, followed by Hispanic or Latino, 20.9%. And then we have black or African-American at 9.8%. And when we look at the population, obviously, that is not nearly representative of what we see when we walk out in Chicago or look at the demographics of the U.S. in general. So knowing obviously that this is what we're up against, it seems like the time for this is now and that you're pushing forward with it in a way that's productive. When you think about productive, what does that mean for you? Yeah, I think productive for us is continuing to find ways to scale those partnerships with Care Collective, with Goodwill Industries, with the Urban League, to hire more diverse talent, period. I think productive is also making sure that when we get that diverse talent inside of our four walls, that we're really good about helping them to acclimate to this banking culture, right, financial services, and also helping them to develop and grow their careers, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is the commitment. Certainly there are individuals that start a banking career and they desire only to be a teller or in our world, an associate banker for their entire career. 
There's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. I recently spent time with a woman that has been with us 30 plus years in that associate banker role, and we are so appreciative for her. We also really like the story of someone that comes in as an associate banker or a teller, right? And we see them grow and progress their career because they're being rewarded for their hard work. They're seen, they're heard, they're valued for their contribution. And then we know that we're unlocking great potential, not just on the job, but when someone is winning in their career, it oftentimes unlocks things that were never possible in their personal lives. That's real progress. Yeah. And I've got to think that a universally held wisdom bedrock is help the next man up, help the next woman up. None of us make it on our own. I think about my own career as a journalist. I didn't know what I was doing at the beginning. I was a sad sack, you might say. And (laughs) because I had people that said, we see something in you and we're going to teach you and we're going to help open doors for you. You're going to do the hard work, no mistake about it. But there is a path. Mm -hmm. And if you can see that path and if you are willing to walk, we'll walk with you. It's just really powerful stuff that you're relating here. Yeah, it's how we make progress, I think, as a broader community, right? This isn't the job of one, right? At BMO, we do see it as our role to take action today in ways that we can actually point to real outcomes. So being able to say that we brought on 50 plus colleagues, right? Now expanded to three different cities and I'm sure we'll double that here in the next 12 to 18 months, just in terms of presence across our footprint. And we'll see the number of hires grow. And then if there was a way to see how these hires not just perform and grow on the job, but the outcomes that happen in their personal lives, right? Mm -hmm. And how they can build wealth and oftentimes do things that felt a bit out of reach. I think you'll begin to connect dots and go, it's real action, right? And a plan that can change lives for generations. Yeah, it's positivity, multiplying on positivity. Now, one thing I thought as we wrap up, having worked in the very building where BMO was and having great dealings with the BMO staff, my previous podcast, I had a couple of people from BMO on. It sounds like you have got this fabulous job. Mm -hmm. where it's not just about the money. It's about so much more. And if it's not too personal, I would love to ask you, what gets you going about this job? What is so rewarding to you that you're doing this? Mm -hmm. It's a great question. It's a really big question for me. And I'll do my best to share an answer that isn't too long-winded, right? So I was driving in to Chicago this morning And I called my soon-to-be 84-year-old grandmother Mm. who lives in the south suburbs here in Chicago. My grandmother was a 30-plus-year banker in this city. Her oldest son spent 20-plus years for a competitor in this city. I won't hold that against my (laughs) uncle. But to say that I stepped into an industry and was able to stand on the shoulders of giants, right? Family members that took their careers very serious and are making a difference is an understatement. When I graduated from college, I didn't graduate knowing that I wanted to be a banker. I graduated knowing that I wanted to make a difference. And I've been lucky enough to have an opportunity 
to quickly connect into a banking career where I was able to not only make a difference, but do it with others. So I enjoy working in teams to do it in a way where I can not only help customers, but also help to grow the careers of the colleagues that I work with. Right. And then I take real pride in the community. And so today I serve as a national trustee for the Boys and Girls Club of America. I serve on the Madison Urban League. I am working as a co-chair for Project Reach, which is an OCC initiative that is focused on how do we create more black and brown homeowners? How do we create more black and brown business owners? So if you look at a lot of my community work, it is helping in places that have historically been overlooked and underserved. And I'm trying to ensure that I'm doing my part in the moment to close that gap. So it is much more than just banking for me. It is about making a difference and being able to put my finger on outcomes where I can say we change lives in this moment. Now, finally, all of this talk about community involvement, how special the employees are here and how they're treated, this great tour got of the headquarters today, you're relating how this is not just a professional calling, but a personal calling. If someone wants to engage with BMO in some way, in any of those ways, what would you recommend they do? Yeah, I appreciate this question. We are really excited to be able to answer this question different than we probably could have five years ago, 10 years ago. So first and foremost, what I would say is about the acquisition of the Bank of the West. We will now have over a thousand branches. We are excited to have a face-to-face conversation with anybody in any of those branches, right? And certainly through our website at bmo.com, bmo.com, you are able to look up and really get a sense of where those branches are located across our footprint. In addition to branch banking, we also have a digital first strategy. And so, Lou, what that means is we have created a best-in-class firewall system and security software to protect our customers' banking relationship with us. So you can go to BMO.com or engage us through our mobile capabilities, right, to really inquire about banking products and services, as well as contact digital banking representative. And then lastly, we certainly have a contact center, again, where that number can be shared through BMO, BMO.com to engage by telephone if that is your preferred method of doing your banking. So there's three different avenues to engage us, and we're excited to have a conversation to meet and to advise on any number of topics. Personal, professional, spiritual. I mean, we need more people like you in this industry, right? You're really moving it forward. Anthony, thank you so much for having me here at the headquarters, for making time from your schedule and being on Bankadelic today. Thank you so much for having me. Anthony Hudson is the regional president, head of retail banking and an Empower ambassador for BMO Bank. He is based in the Milwaukee area. Be sure to look for Anthony on LinkedIn.
You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic, sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. With more than 1.2 million page views annually, Talking Biz News is the go-to source for happenings in business journalism. Whether you're a PR professional, a business journalist, or someone just breaking into the field, TBN is a source that you cannot do without. Whether you're following the Washington Post, New York Times, local media outlets, or some feisty news startup, Talking Biz News has you covered. Job openings are also listed and updated every day on the TBN website. Be sure to sign up for your free subscription to the TBN newsletter at Talking Biz News. That's Talking B-I-Z News.com. Hey, so if you enjoyed that interview with Anthony Hudson, stick around. We are going to be taking you on a special tour of the new BMO headquarters in Chicago. It is gorgeous. I wish this were more than just an audio podcast because you really have to see it. An incredible space, an incredible place to work and to build camaraderie. And it's in one of the most beautiful parts of downtown Chicago. So stay tuned. Bankadelic has that coming up for you shortly. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Ken Montone. Our business consigliere, the one and only Rob Gaynor. Dude, I totally got into the show. Thanks as always to the William Mills Agency for their generous support. Thanks also to Banker Hire, Lemonade LXP, and Talking Biz News, a division of Vested LLC. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and at the Civil War reenactment as Abraham Lincoln. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD+, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.